Welcome once again to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. I'm Darren Long, your host, also the Senior Vice President of Sales with Guildhall Wealth Management. And at my side once again for this week's show is Jeremy Wiseman, the Vice President of Guildhall Wealth Management. Jeremy, on the heels of a fantastic show last week with Mike Larson and a great interview that I had the opportunity to listen to while I was away and out of office for a few days, mm-hmm. I can't say enough about how analysts are starting to change their opinion about what place gold and silver might have within a portfolio. So we'll spend some time today talking about that on the show. We're going to be bringing up a little bit about the NAFTA agreement and and safety nets and what the reserve asset of the world should be, which we have a feeling you're going to have a few things to say about, Jeremy. Okay. And we're going to be talking a little bit about retail numbers and how that's impacting the economy. Are we still seeing the great uh, pot of gold at the end of rainbow in terms of what manufacturing is telling us? Are we going into uh, another quarter of great gains? Is the GDP going to grow? And how do gold and silver fit into this, folks? That's what we're about. We're going to tell you right now that before the show gets started, as a reminder, we are not your financial planners or advisors. We are experts in physical precious metals and natural fancy colored diamonds. These markets have been around for thousands of years, and we hope to bring you the weekly updates as to how these markets are trading, what's happening, and the reasons why you should own these particular assets inside of your portfolio. So Jeremy, with that in mind, let's get the show started this week. Right off the bat, we had NAFTA come out, big changes this week. Some analysts are saying Canada was bullied into making the decision to simply give uh, on some aspects of what had been uh, a stronghold area before, like dairy and others. Others are saying this is a great win for Canada and that you know there's going to be a great future ahead in terms of our relationship with the U.S. For me, however, in reading all of this analysis, what I have come to uh, understand more so than ever is the need to make sure as an investor, as a hardworking Canadian, as somebody who has you know, very little time on their hands to focus on investing their dollars, but has to be smart, you have to have a safety net, folks. It's the most important takeaway from times like this. We have a very uncertain future. The stock markets will not continue to climb. We will have a recession. We just don't know how bad it will be. And in times of recession, Jeremy, one of the best key assets that we have seen perform, gold and silver. Yeah, I think that um, you know what we come across a lot in, in our day-to-day is that people are waiting for some sort of specific event to drive them into precious metals. And I think that that's a narrative that's been created by the MSM. Uh, this idea that, oh, gold went down today because markets went up and there was no need for safe havens today, or the markets went down today and we saw gold uptick slightly, so that was because uh, people were seeking a safe haven, as if this idea of people running back and forth in and out of a bunker, (laughs) right? As if gold is some sort of, well, today I'll jump into it and tomorrow I'll jump out of it, and it just depends on the day. You know, when we talk to people every day, Darren, we talk to them this idea of you have to have your reserve asset, and then there might be a portion of that portfolio that you decide will be for trading. And so those movements that you see day to day are usually those type of fast trading, money maker, market maker type of trades 
going on, but they have nothing to do with the fundamentals. Because at the end of the day, we show people when they come to the office or we speak to them on the phone that, well, there was no specific event in 2004, 5, 6, and 7, and yet gold was up double digits all through those years. But what was happening is that interest rates were, were climbing, right? There was this expectation of inflation. And then, of course, there was a single event. And in fact, in 2008, gold's performance that year was somewhat lackluster. It was still positive, but somewhat lackluster. So trying to find that correlation of when's the best time to jump in, uh, again, I think is erroneous. I think that it's a narrative put forth by the MSM. And you have to start to say, no, the best way to actually make money in this market, the best way to profit by owning gold and silver is to simply own it long term. And what you have to first reach towards is your reserve asset portion of your portfolio, which you know most analysts or advisors would, would point to a 10% uh, amount in your portfolio of holding the metals, which means that if you currently don't have any, Get up to that 10% before you move into the, well, maybe I'll sell some today, maybe I'll buy some today. You know, people like Jim Rogers are in a position to make those type of decisions because they already own a lot of gold. Well, listen, the number to call to get started to own some gold and silver is the same as it was last week. We like to give it out often. It's one eight seven seven eight silver And the website to go to is guildhallwealth.com. While you're there... Perhaps take a look at some of the options you have as an investor in terms of the type of product that you can buy and the ways that you can own gold and silver, which we will talk about a little bit uh, later in the show. But Jeremy, on the on the uh, heels of that new NAFTA agreement and what you're just discussing, there's a lot being said right now about uh, where gold and silver are in the market. Uh, there's talk of the ratio having flipped in turn because mm-hmm. we saw such a positive week in silver and in fact uh, silver's holding strong in and around the 14 uh, 50 60 70 cent range and even touched as high as 1501 this week when we came into the office Monday and Tuesday so there are signs that the underpinnings of a next move up are slowly starting to take hold of the market uh, gold still hovering around 1200 range and sales up i mean people are buying so obviously this is uh kind of hand in hand with what happens during this time of year. We do have a strong buy inclination leading up to the holiday season and the Indian wedding season, of course, puts pressure on that. But in your opinion, where do we stand right now in things? I mean, is this kind of the underpinnings of a next move up in your opinion? Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's remarkable, isn't it? The fact that gold and silver can be undervalued here and yet they've still performed the way they should perform in a portfolio, meaning Gold has averaged over 7% a year over the last 15 years. So it's continued to beat inflation and be that inflation hedge for you, yet it's undervalued. So to your question, Darren, you're seeing more and more articles coming out. Um, You know, there was one recently, Jack Chan, a bottoming pattern is occurring in gold and silver. If we look at it from the standpoint of the wholesalers or even the retailer side, like where we are, Darren, you... You know, we know that if the price of silver, for instance, went any lower, okay, we know that mining operations were about currently at the cost of production, at the average cost, which means if the price of silver were to go down further than here, let's say all of a sudden, boom, we drop down to $12, that means that 
somewhere near half of the miners out there are simply no longer going to be profitable. So they either shut down or pause production, whatever the case may be, but you can see that there would be a, a drying up of supply right away if that were to occur. In 2008, when something similar like that happened and the price of silver went to $8 and the ratio of gold to silver was really high, even though the spot price of silver was in the $8 range, you couldn't buy it for less than $12, which means that there could be a drop in price, but it doesn't mean that you're going to be able to buy it at that price. And so I think in terms of how low could it go from a bottoming of the market, I think you have to start from there. You have to start with the fundamental of, well, if it goes lower, the physical just gets sucked up that much quicker. We have saw that last month with U.S. mint sales uh, for silver, that they you know, went through a ton of metal and they basically had to stop selling it at one point. And so you know that, hey, look, this, is, this is, doesn't get to look any better than this. The premiums don't get to look any better than this. So you know that the market is bottoming. And then when you get interviews like we had last week with Mike Larson, somebody who's not, he says it himself, he's a self-proclaimed non-gold bug, not a gold bug at all. He's purely into stocks, but he looks at the numbers on the gold market and says, man, this is a great place to be making money. This is the perfect opportunity, the window to start that position in gold if you're looking to actually profit in these markets. one eight seven seven eight silver guildhallwealthcom is the website. And Jeremy, it is that changing of times that we've seen so many uh, examples of in the past. We saw it in 04 and 06. Mm -hmm. 2008 was a big one when the whole world changed. The price of silver and gold rallied very hard. And in 2011, the gold price rose to $1,920 an ounce and silver price to $49 an ounce. And this time around, the ratio that we talk about, which traditionally has been 16 to 1, meaning it's taken 16 ounces of silver to buy one ounce of gold, is hovering in and around the 82 to 83 range right now, meaning that silver is substantially cheaper. It is, from a benefit perspective, uh, going to be by far the most uh, value proposition of the two metals. We like both metals. We like the range they're in, and we love to be able to have those value opportunities. Now, as an investor with Guildhall, remember, going over the website at guildhallwealth.com is a very easy thing to do. Taking a look at your options is even easier. You have the ability to take product home, folks. That means you can buy a bar of gold, a bar of silver, or many bars of each, even some coins. And the Maple Leaf coins are the ones that come to mind as the most uh, purchased of the coins that we offered. You have the option to take those home by simply making a purchase online from the comfort of your own home, and we can ship that out to you. Orders over 1000 are free of charge for, for shipping, and we're happy to do that for you. If you are thinking about storing product because it's a safety concern, because you want more liquidity to be able to f buy and sell by a phone call, then perhaps think about depository storage. We can set you up with the ability to view your product, get your product serial numbers to be able to see those bars, hold them in your hands because it's a tangible asset. And that option is very easy to complete as well. And while you're there, why not think about doing the ultimate for your portfolio and putting this into an RRSP? 
you can have that within your TFSA or a Lira or a spousal RSP. Those options are available to you. And most folks don't know it, Jeremy. They just don't know that that registered account is an option. So today while we're talking the show, we'll review that and the benefits of putting it into those types of accounts also. Remember, we love to say thank you for making your purchase. So on the registered accounts for every 5,000 US that you put in, we're gonna throw to you one gram of gold for free as a thank you for coming into the market. And we'll do that up to a maximum of 10 grams. We're very happy to have you come in and listen to the show today. And you are listening to The Real Money Show. We'll be back in just a moment. And you're listening on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back once again to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. We're glad to have you listening this week. Jeremy, in the first segment, we were talking about the NAFTA agreement. We were talking a little bit about gold and silver and the value perspective that they bring right now. And we touched base on, just for a moment before we went to the break, the gold to silver ratio. Now, it still takes over 80 ounces at this point in time to buy of silver, to buy one ounce of gold. And throughout this entire bull market, the truth is that we've had about an average of 55 to one. And that ratio has in fact been as low as 32 to one when silver rose to $49 an ounce. Now all signs, all indications point towards a new trend, a new bull market within this bull market starting to develop. We've seen many an opportunity in terms of value perspective. Heck, at $16 and change with silver, I thought it was super cheap. At 1300 in gold, I thought it was cheap. But when it went down to 1180 and, and silver went down to just below $14 an ounce, I thought, you know, they're giving this away. It can't be true, but it is there. And Value only represents one part of the equation, but it is an opportunity for somebody who's watching, paying attention. You just keep stacking because when the market starts to move and we've seen it move time and time again, you don't want to have that feeling of, I wish I could have had more. I wish I would have bought more when the prices start to rise. This ratio of gold of silver to gold doesn't exist in a vacuum either. You have to look at the gold Dow ratio. I mean, at the, at the, at the peak of the dot-com bubble, that ratio was hitting over 40 to 1 of how many ounces of gold it took to buy the Dow. In 2011, we, we went from basically 99 to 2011, so over a decade, and that came down to 3 to 1, I believe. So that's a huge drawdown, which just shows you that gold went from $250 to $1,900. Um, and the Dow came off at 30% at one point. So that shows you where value can be had. Right now, the ratio has gone, has widened again from about three to one to we're a little over 20 to one Dow gold ratio. So if you do the math on that and say, well, what happens if, if gold goes back to a three to one ratio to the Dow? You know, you're, you're going to see numbers like $35, $4,500 an ounce on gold. Just looking at, well, does the Dow come off more? Does it keep going up? You can play with the numbers and get a sense of where things are going. But one thing's for sure is you're going to see gold in multiple thousands of dollars. Now, there's lots of analysts out there that that can show you the way that gold is going to get to 10000 or 20000 Whatever the case may be, the fact is, is currencies are devaluing. The Canadian currency, it moves up, it moves down. Ultimately, all currencies are losing value over time. Just look at the debts, right, Darren? I mean, if the debts are coming off, if the governments are actually paying down debt, that would show me the economy is actually that good. And if the Fed can't pay off a dime 
off of their balance sheet at four and a half trillion dollars. And the U.S. has has just added one point two trillion dollars this year to their debt. How good is the economy? It's basically saying, yeah, things are great. As long as we can keep putting money on our credit cards, things are fine. The fact is, is the currencies are going to fall in value. You need some way to protect against that, but the opportunity against it as well. What happens if you do protect against it? What is that going to give you down the road? If you're holding gold and silver and those ratios start, are starting to fall, fall back in line, there's a lot of money that's going to be made. And it's not the first time that that's happened. It's happened in 7980. It happened from basically 2000 all the way through to 2011. Here we are 10 years after the 2008 collapse and things are starting to happen again. And also when the next crisis hits, is is there going to be a Hank Paulson that's going to go to uh, Congress and say, well, you know, 500 billion didn't do it last time. Now we need a couple trillion. How about that? With the populist movements out there, Darren, people are not going to put up with that. If you notice, the 10-year Treasury hit uh, 3.19%, which means interest rates are going up, treasuries are going up. Uh, It's going to be very tough on the individual who has credit card debt, lines of credit debt, the government has debt, corporations have lots of debt. They bought bought other companies, bought back their own stock with zero interest almost. Mm -hmm. They're going to start paying the penalties. You know, nothing is, there's no free lunch. Um, and if you look today, the Canadian dollar is actually down one and a quarter cents in one day. I mean, a week and a half, two weeks ago, it was trading at 132. Yesterday, it was trading at 127.98 or something like that. And oil's going up. Uh, well, oil's down a little bit today. But if you look, the down... But on a whole, it's trending higher. Yeah, it's trending higher, obviously. But if you look uh, at the price... What's happening? For example, the yen. The yen weakened against the U.S. dollar. Uh, their stock market started to go up. The Dow today, as we're recording this show on Thursday afternoon, is down 280 points. The, I think this is the start. The rot is setting in. The S&P's down 32 points. The Nasdaq down 165 points. This is the time to get into gold and silver. Um, we're trading silver's around, around about 1460 an ounce. Gold is just over $1,200 an ounce. This is an incredible buying opportunity. Incredible. Whether you go directly to our e-store, you can buy, you know, whether you're buying one ounce, 10 ounce, 100 ounce silver bars, maple leaves, whether you're buying gold, you know, we have combos where you can even buy maples. You can buy uh, two uh, quarter ounce maples and a half ounce maples. That's a one ounce combo. We have a two ounce combo where you get a one ounce maple and the rest in smaller uh, commodity changes, uh, and the same with a five-ounce combo. But you can buy small amounts. You can buy one-ounce gold bars, 10-ounce gold bars, kilo gold bars. We're not stopping you from buying. There's no order too small. But we ship over $1,000 free if you want to take delivery. It's an, an easy way is to put your product in the depository, which when the markets start to run, they run. When silver, you know, you wake up one morning and it's up three, four dollars, and you've got five thousand ounces, and you've made, you know, twenty, thirty thousand dollars, and you want to take some money off the table, you don't want to be bringing back hundred ounce bars. You bring back two thousand ounces, you know, it's a hundred and forty pound. You know, it's a lot of metal to be, you know, transporting, you know, uh, in a carrier bag. It's easier to make the phone call. You say, I want to sell some bars. I want to buy some bars. It's done on a phone call. 
The other way is to buy through the register. The TFSA to me is the best way to buy gold and silver. That's a tax-free savings account. It's through uh, the government. You know, they allow you to buy up to 57.5 Canadian if you've never invested before. It's tax-free. Now, silver's trading 14.60. You know, a $3, $4 move in this market, and you've done extremely well. You can take the money off the table tax-free. That is the way to buy it. The roadmap to success, folks, starts by understanding why gold and silver are important to you and your wealth. One eight seven seven eight silver guildhallwealth.com is the website. And there is a lot of information out there. We get inundated with it every day. The headlines read this, they say this, but then the truth is that. And that's become more so of the mainstay now that fake news and all these other topics are pushing different agendas around. I can't believe how much focus was put on the job numbers this week in the U.S., saying that it's the lowest number in God knows how many decades it was, the lowest jobs, jobless claims number. And quite frankly, it's I find it amazing that the American public allows the wool to be pulled over their eyes as much as they do. Because when you read behind the headlines, mm-hmm. 2018, 2017, the largest year on in history for retail failure in yeah. a booming market, in a market that's supposed to be growing, GDP growing, unemployment, you know, let's celebrate Trumpism and everything that's coming in. It's great for the world economy. And everyone would say, well, it's Amazon. Well, I don't, well, see, sure. no, I don't no. see people buying Nine West shoes on Amazon. No, and nor, nor can you have a, an entire living room set delivered from Amazon unless you're going to be paying $10,000 for shipping from somewhere in the world. Yeah, but just to interrupt you there, you know, everybody goes to the Internet. What do they find on the Internet? What are they looking for? They're looking for the lowest price. That's all they're ever doing. Mm-hmm. Whether they're booking mm-hmm. a trip, whether they're trying to buy gold or silver, whether they're trying to buy clothes, whatever it is, they're trying to beat the bottom line for the cheapest price. So... Is the bottom line for all these major internet companies, is it that great? Because the return rate, they never ever talk about. No, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I bought paper towels using Amazon Prime, and I thought, this is ridiculous. I'm not getting a better price, but I've wasted a whole bunch of cardboard, and someone had to deliver that to me. I mean, the convenience of it, sure, but is it is it a sound business model? Yeah, you know, there, there's other places to go to, to get all that in one shot. You go to Walmart. The right? problem with this is you cannot have that happening to an entire economy without there being some growth in other sectors. It's not happening. There's no offsetting factor. So we go all to online shopping. What happens to the sales guys in the mattress stores? What happens to the sales guys in the the other stores? It's happening left and right now, right? Now I'm just seeing here, as I said, 2017 is going to be the worst year on record for retail failure. 2018 is about to beat it in the U.S., Sears, JCPenney, Brookstone, the mattress firm, they're saying Bed Bath & Beyond. They're very close to having to form some type of restructuring plan. That's because all people, of this failure is people going have to decided be. that that their throwaway clothing that was made in China, that they're going to make do with it, and they're actually going to make it last. So things that, that were at once kind of disposable are no longer disposable because the disposable income isn't there. So, yeah, you might have a job, but you're in the States, like your health care costs have gone up. Uh, every, you know, uh, every energy goes up. Uh, steel's gone up, right? Tariffs and all of these things. So prices keep rising every, left, right, and center. And now interest rates are rising, too. So uh, your mortgage 
payments are going up, your debt payments are going up. So something's got to give at some point. And when this all starts to, to unwind, and it is starting to unwind, even Christine Lagarde from the IMF is saying it's unwinding, um, you've got to be prepared. And being prepared doesn't mean waiting for the stock market to come off 10% to say, ah, now we'll get prepared. Now we'll buy insurance for the home because now it just caught fire. You have to prepare well ahead of time. And at, the, at these current values in precious metals, this is the best time to do it. And to, the, to your other point, Darren, the fact is is that you know, 10% of the people make 90% of the money. So don't worry about the people who are following the MSM, right? This is all about the people who are savvy, who are buying the metal today, who are going to make the money when the prices rise sky high. All right, we'll talk more about the pending slowdown in the economy when we come back. We're also going to touch base on how to use other people's money to make an investment in gold and silver. It's something that we've long held to be of value in terms of a booming market. We'll show you how to use that. It's called allocated financing. We'll talk a little bit about natural fancy colored diamonds. You are listening to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. The number to call is one eight seven seven eight silver The website to go over to is guildhallwealth.com. And you're listening with us today on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And welcome back to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. I'm your host, Darren Long, and with me by my side, as always, Jeremy Wiseman, the Vice President of Guildhall Wealth Management, and this week, Paul Wiseman, the President and our fearless leader at Guildhall Wealth. We're happy to have you listening. We thank you for taking the time, and uh, today's show, we've been discussing a little bit about the weekly update, a lot about the value that's on the table right now. This is the time of year where we do typically, if there's going to be a move in gold and silver, typically it has happened coming out of August, September, right through until May of the next year. All of the four previous climaxes we've seen in gold and silver have all occurred uh, coming out of those summer months and into the following spring in 04, in 06, in 08, in 2011. This will be the same. These cycles do repeat themselves. We have learnt from history that these value propositions are sometimes very mentally taxing because these cycles do take time to develop. Heck, I'd be the first to say that it's taken seven, eight years to get to the very position we're at right now with gold and silver, and that value won't last. As you said in the last segment, Jeremy and Paul, you wake up one morning and bam, the price of silver, which you were looking to buy slightly cheaper, is now $1.50 or $2 higher. And these kinds of markets in gold and silver, unfortunately, they don't wait for people to catch up. We're right on the cusp of 50-day moving average in silver. The gold to silver ratio, as we said in the second segment, is fantastic right now in terms of a value for silver. As a buyer, where are you sending your people right now? The people calling in, what are you telling them? Uh, What are they buying? Give us a little insight on what's happening with the buyers now because I know the last three weeks, gentlemen, especially for me, have been exciting. We've sold a ton of gold and literally... You know, it's been a very, very big yeah, buying period. That's more than the LPMA have got. That's it. Yeah, it's more, it's more real gold than they see in a lifetime. Yeah, it's, um, we're hearing a lot of people concerned about the stock market, that they've seen it go up way too long, way too high, that, you know, things can't be like that forever. There's a sense that, look, interest rates are rising. There's going to be an impending uh, downdraft here. Recession's got to hit at some point, and it's time to get ready into the market. So we we at Guildhall have seen the savvy buyers entering the market. And what's great about that is everyone can come to the market at their own pace. So we're seeing good good buying at this point. But, you know, it's people like 
someone just retired, they've decided, yep, you know, this is something I've been thinking about doing for a long time, so I'm going to take that first step. That's great. Uh, we had a, someone uh, earlier today, actually, who's transferring ownership of certificates that they have with a bank through their RSP. Hmm moving over to our type of account where they know that their product's going to be fully allocated and segregated um, and as it converts over to a RIF. So uh, first of all, you're never too old to invest in precious metals and protect your wealth. So we see a lot of the savvy buyers, and I think that the people who are looking for a great bargain should definitely be looking at this point because, as we've all said, we've all witnessed, we've been in this market for over a decade plus, all of us, that... You wake up one day and boom, the price is just up 30, 30 cents on silver or 50 cents on silver. It's up $15, $20 on gold. And those are the type of premiums that people are looking to take advantage of, right? So you don't have to do it all at once. You can always step into the market and start building the portfolio. That's why we have the monthly buyers, right? People who want to protect their wealth and save their wealth in physical bullion on a monthly basis. Okay, one eight seven seven eight silver is the number to call. Guildhallwealth.com, the website where you can go get on to the weekly Precious Metals newsletter. It's our list that we send out to you. These are articles that have been read by the people in our office and vetted for you personally. It's free of charge for you to get there, but it'll get your foot in the door. And of course, to get the free investor kit is something that you should be doing right away. If you have the opportunity to go over to the website, you can do that or call that number one eight seven seven eight silver to get that free investor kit. Paul, before we went to break, we promised everybody we'd talk about allocated financing. Yeah, absolutely, and we're going to talk about it right now. But if you uh, we've been in the business since silver was $3.80, gold was $250. Uh, I watched people buy at $5, $10, $15, $20. I saw more people buy at $35 than they did at 5 You know, it's better to be a month too early, two years too early, than one day too late. And this is where allocated financing comes in. The price of silver today, we're trading in the mid-$14 range, Gold is in you know $1,200 range. This is an incredible way to buy physical product with bar numbers that's allocated to you. Why don't you give us a little bit of an example, Darren? Okay, so if I went to buy 1,000 ounces, 10 100-ounce Royal Canadian Mint bars with my serial numbers right now using this, I'd probably be paying in the neighborhood of around Canadian eighteen, nineteen thousand dollars for that thousand ounces. Now I'm wholly able to do that as a client at Guildhall. I can do that. I could store those ten, one hundred ounce bars, or I could take them home with me. But another option would be to lay out a lot less and still get those ten, one hundred ounce RCM bars. In the case of the allocated financing account, that's exactly how it works you're going to be laying out about 45% of the value of the metal you want to invest in. So in the case of 1,000 ounces, your outlay would be around $9,200. And guess what? You get to hold the balance of those funds in your own account. In the, if that's the short-term, medium, or long-term, do whatever you like with them, and you still get those 10 100-ounce Royal Canadian Mint bars. And you know what I'm going to do for this mm -hmm. month? Um, the same as we do on the registered account, for every $5,000 US that you invest into the allocated financing, we'll give you a gram of gold up to 10 grams, completely free of charge. 
Okay, that's that's a bargain. I mean, that's we've never done this before. No, never. So we'll do it for everybody calling in. Certainly, if you want to open up that type of account, that's a thank you to you for coming aboard. And this particular account is interesting because you get the storage, you get the ability to buy and sell by phone, you get also a whole host of tools in this particular account because of the partner that we use uh, in Precious Metals International. And that particular account is online. So you have the dashboard, you're able to follow by the minute, and you can log in on a day-to-day basis, and that buying and selling happens via a phone call, and we could do a whole host of wonderful things as the market moves up with this type of account. And you get the serial numbers for the product that you're holding, and you get access to the vault to personally go to the vault and hold it in your hand and, and audit your own product, and there's no obligation. You can pay off the the loan portion at any time and take delivery of the product if you decide you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna bury this in the backyard or whatever you would like to do so the fact is is this is physical product it's segregated product it's separated from all other holdings it's fully allocated to you but you get the option of not having to outlay the full amount so this is perfect as we've been discussing today darren this idea of the market doesn't get to look much better than this this is where the money gets made, as you were saying, Paul, that you don't want to wait till the, till the big moves happened and you've missed all that chance to make the profit. This is a great way to put a toe in the water, get some physical product without having to outlay that full amount, but you're in. You've got, you've got your position in the market, and that's, that's key. And you can't ri- make money without the ticket to ride. And the writing's on the wall. If you look at the stock market, it was at an all-time high. We're off three, Dow's off 300 points today. Cryptocurrencies beaten up pretty high from what was it 17 19,000 for bitcoin down to 62 6300 you got the marijuana stocks you know they've hit all time they've been beaten up this week too though well you know what goes up must come down absolutely and in both of those markets and, and real estate so all, all and the pistons that have gone up in the air are starting to come down and gold and silver which is a hard asset and natural fancy color diamonds which are the assets to have in your portfolio but all of those markets you mentioned paul for those who got in early enough, it didn't matter when they're the markets all, came off. They're still way ahead. They're already if you out. bought Bitcoin at four hundred dollars a coin, it's not a coin. I mean, if you bought we Bitcoin go into at four hundred, if you bought it at four hundred and well it's done. and it's at sixty seven hundred today, it didn't matter that it went to seventeen, right? If you bought real estate in Toronto when you could buy a home for five hundred thousand and today it's at a million. It doesn't matter if it comes off. You're still in the you're still in the money. The Weed stock- stocks, if you bought them when they were low and they've gone up, and maybe they'll come down. You know, maybe some have come down already. It doesn't matter because you got in early. The key here, the takeaway is, you have to get in early. That means taking a chance, or that means actually doing the research, not Contrarian waiting. Investing. Contrarian Absolutely. investing. You got it. One eight seven seven eight silver. Guildhallwealth.com to the website, and the proof is in the pudding. So when you look at the market as a whole and you see value proposition, you see great pricing. If we use the example of allocated financing, 5,000 ounces of silver for 46,000 Canadian roughly. I mean, you can't beat that. This is a way to hold your own silver, to have it working for you in the market, but to lay out a fraction of the amount you would have typically laid out. That's just one example. Yeah, but, that's a, yeah, but you're talking 5,000 ounces. Silver's trading at 1450, 1460. 
A $5 move in the market takes us to 1950. You've made $25,000. A $10 move, you're going to make $50,000. You're virtually doubling your money, and that's in U.S. $10. So it doesn't even yeah, have you to go seven, up. Seven, seven, dollar US a move, a $7 move, money. U.S., you're going to double your money. So that takes us to $21 silver. In 2011, silver went to $49. Do I think it's going to go to $49 again? I think it's going to go to $100. My crystal ball's a little foggy at the moment. I don't know whether it's going to happen tomorrow, next month, next year, two years, three years. But it will definitely go through the roof because everything else is going to get decimated, whether it's the stock market, the real estate market, the cryptocurrencies, and the marijuana stocks that will go up in smoke. All right, so for all of these accounts, both the registered account, whether you're doing a TFSA or an RSP, or what we just talked about, the allocated financing account, let's repeat, you're going to get one free gram of gold up to a maximum of 10 grams free of charge for every 5,000 US you put into the account. And that account is very easy to open, the allocated financing account. It's a click, a link, and uh, you can view over the entire a uh, couple of hours that you need to sit with a coffee, all of the pertinent details, talk with a broker in our office, and get all of the information about that particular account. It's an exciting way to invest, and whether you are taking it home, putting it into a depository, registered accounts, or allocated financing, all of these are physical. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk about putting this all together because we are going to be talking a little bit about natural fancy colored diamonds. Where are they? What's happening with prices? What's going on with the pink Argyle tender? A little bit of an update there and uh, some pretty striking news reported by Rappaport in the diamond industry about the closure date for the Argyle diamond mine. So we'll talk about that in a bit more here on The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. You're listening on the Global News Radio Network, 640 Toronto. Welcome again to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. Here we are in a fourth segment, gentlemen, and today's show, as always, is full of information that people can use to educate themselves, to get smarter about how to spend their very hard-earned dollars. We've been talking about gold and silver throughout this show, the value proposition that lies before everybody thinking about getting in this market, where the markets are. Generally speaking, most of them are at tops, where you have gold and silver near bottoms. This is the moment in time in which you provide for yourself a safety and an insurance policy in having gold and silver, but it doesn't have to end there. Not everybody is going to want gold and silver and some will want gold and silver and then some. Another fantastic way that we have at Guildhall Wealth to add to that overall insurance policy is natural fancy colored diamonds. What, it, what does an investor want? They want a lack of volatility, mm -hmm. and they want to see great gains. And that's exactly what natural fancy colored diamonds bring to the table. If, if you're getting quality, high quality natural fancy colored diamonds, which means when it comes to a yellow diamond, you want internally flawless. You don't want a tiny internally flawless yellow. You want something that's a little larger over a carat. In pinks, you want strong colors and strong clarities. If you can get investment-grade natural fancy colored diamonds, and I say if... You can get one. These are the type of investments that are just going to continue to rise year over year. It's something that you're going to have in your portfolio, hopefully for a really long time, because the longer you hold it, the better you're going to do. And the key to these markets is, again, the lack of volatility. These are markets that have seen 
savings and loan crisis, dot-com bubble, subprime crisis, and continue higher and higher still. And yet you see at the auctions, these natural fancy colored diamonds, some of the pinks, are fetching record, record amounts. You know, $50 million for a pink diamond, which was unheard of a few years ago. People understand hard assets, especially rare assets, like argyle pinks, the mine, the Argyle mine is officially closing, what is it, 2020 or 21? It's 2020, and we'll talk about that in a minute, but 2020, it means there's very little time to take advantage of that before the price just explodes. So that means there will be no more product, and the Argyle mine produces 90% of the world's pinks. That's 90% of the world's pink. That leaves 10% of pinks are going to come from several different countries. We know the quality of the Argyle pinks that we sell are the finest. I mean, we have up on our website a 0.72 vivid argyle pink. It's $700,000 US for a 0.72. That is a bargain at $700,000. Not everybody's got, that's US by the way, not everybody's got that type of money to spend. But the very, very clever investors, shrewd investors, have been buying argyles for the last 10, 15 years. On average, these stones have gone up about 37% a year for the last 10 years when you're buying, you know, 10, 15 carat stones especially. And when you're buying, you know, argyles that are VS quality, they're going up at an incredible rate. This is one of the safest investments. It's going to be like a famous artist dying. When that artist dies, there is no more art. There's reproductions, but that's not the originals. And we have original Argyle pinks at incredible prices. You can get into an Argyle. We have some for as low as about $25,000, $30,000. Are you saying that a poster of the Mona Lisa is not worth anything? It's worth zip. <laughs> anyway, for the month of, again, for the month of October, what we're going to do is any diamond that you purchase through our website, we are going to eat the sales tax. You're going to save 13% by buying a diamond through Guildhall this month. Okay, no sales tax on natural fancy colored diamonds for the month of October. And the very, very exclusive annual um, Argyle Pink Diamonds tender, uh, which has some of the finest diamonds we've ever seen from the Argyle mine, is currently on right now. The bidding is happening in Hong Kong as we speak. Uh, it's going to be there for the next couple of weeks. And I will be in New York in uh, the end of October. Right. Okay. So the diamonds that are there, we know they're very sought after. I read this week in, I read the South China Morning Post from time to time. And I read Is this that week in Cantonese or Mandarin? In articles. Ah, it's in both. But this version happens to be English, the one that I like the best. <laughs> and she started to impress me. Oh, there you go. Right. I'm trying. But the actual post wrote an article on consumer demand for these argyle pink diamonds and okay. it's a very rare article because i haven't seen it before i usually read it just to get asian business news and the article is small and very direct and it just said basically that there are a number of growing areas within china that are seeing wealth transferred into these particular areas they expect that there's going to be as much as a 60 to 70 percent increase on the bid amounts for Argyles this year because it's going to be touted as one of the last times you can get it. Now, the article further went on to suggest that there may not be another tender. 
Now, it didn't say why, it didn't say that they had insight into some bit of news, but you guys both know that I watch very closely a number of different things, including watching from all things Facebook, and I belong to a couple of groups there that see actual miners in the progress uh, that they're getting out of the mines in their day-to-day activities on the Facebook groups, probably groups that I shouldn't otherwise be let into, but for whatever reason, they let me in. We're seeing the reclamation projects begin at the Argyle mining site and they're showing pictures and they're talking about, hey, remember that, Larry, when we used to have our six unit there and that be where they lived when they were on the Argyle site? Well, that area is now reclaimed and been replanted and new trees are coming, growing and new wildlife is coming in and that's happening in parts of the mine. That's as good as an indication, fellas, that this is about to end and as you said, Paul, you can never buy the original again if it's already been bought. You know, you can't reproduce them. We're not going to go and buy some silly man-made diamond that they talk about. It's ridiculous and has no value well, whatsoever. All, there's, there's no resale market. That's in it. Man-made. So That's when right. it comes to these diamonds, this is the opportunity of a lifetime. Yeah, and I think um, I remember when we did an interview um, a couple of years ago with jo- Josephine Johnson, who managed the Argyle collection uh, for the tender. Mm-hmm. She said that the diamonds that go into tender are the diamonds that they unearthed that year. That's right. You know, we've always kind of speculated, hey, there there must be something that they put at the back of the safe there because how is it that it's exactly sort of between 50 and 60 diamonds every year and there seems to be kind of a theme, but maybe that's just the way they mined it, um, you know, with each vein that they were mining that particular year. But we'll, we'll know for sure if, if, 2020 is the last year we'll know if this could be the last tender or if there's only one more but we do know that when it comes to those tenders that a lot of the diamonds become completely priceless and it's not just about the pink diamond market that we go on and on about this tender partly i think the reason why we go on and on about it so much is because it's so damn exciting you know you go there and you're trying to bid on something that no one else will have it's just going to be, you know exactly how rare that is. And to win one of them is so exciting, even though the price that you just paid for it is completely mind-boggling. But you also know that this leads the market in a way. It, you know what it's going to do to the rest of the diamond the diamond market prices, right? Yeah, like, like the blues and greens, for instance. Yeah, absolutely. But you, you've got to realize, for that diamond tender, it's been going for 31 years. The average amount of diamonds that go into that tender are about 55 to 60. That means that from tender stones, there's about 1,600 stones out there total. Out of those 1,600 stones, only 20% were VS. Mm-hmm. That's very slight inclusions. Were very, was only about 20%. So there's about 300 of VS quality. The rest were SI1, SI2. It was all about color. Um, we have on our website, uh, I believe, we've we've got... About uh, 15. Yeah, those are argon. We're not tender stones. We've got one tender stone. It's a 0.55 deep pink P2 color VVS. Uh, it's priceless right now. I mean, you know, why would I even want to sell it? Um, it's, it's not necessary because that's money in the bank. But anybody that's smart enough to buy it is going to double their money every three to four years. Maybe even sooner than that i mean that's what you see in the larger diamonds the obviously the more valuable diamonds you are seeing those type of gains uh we know from the fancy color diamond research foundation that one carat pinks and above over the last 13 years are in the 400 percent range 
So yeah, I mean, the, the fact is, is that colored diamonds, if you can get hold of the right kind, just so happens, Darren, we sell the right kind at Guildhall, of course, of course. No, but uh, uh, you like that segue, mm-hmm. um, that ultimately these are the type of diamonds that are valuable, that will go up in value, that continue to rise in price. And so um, we're happy to have them in our collection. And, and I think the key to it, especially for us, is that we go out and we procure the diamond first. We go out and we own the diamonds. Um, and that way people know that we have sol- hand-selected those. They're part of our collection. So anything that you choose is investment grade. Well, the other thing is as well is we know the Argyle mine is closing. Uh, I've gone out and, and allocated the next trend, which is green diamonds. I've made an incredible contact in Brazil. And we are going to be bringing in some green diamonds that are just incredible and will be even rarer than the pinks. So we'll be talking about green diamonds in the coming weeks. We have a lot to say on the Argyle mine, especially once we know, of course, the results are always closed. They're private. But there is a statement always made by Argyle, by Rio Tinto, the parent company, about the bidding process and, and whether or not it was, as a general rule, larger than last year the percentages were higher there's always something that gets said about those and we also know paul from your contacts and the partners that you've worked with over the years we'll know right away whether or not they were successful in bidding and what their bid increments were over last year but when you hear as much as 60 percent higher than last year's bids it's kind of scary before we go i want to make it very clear that if you own a pink diamond as an expert as a person who's owned a pink diamond in talking with you two gentlemen who own pink diamonds this is not the time to sell This is the time to hold on to this asset and watch the fireworks as they begin to fill the sky because it's going to be like a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. And gentlemen, if our investors are listening and they want to get into this market, it's very simple. They call 1-877-78-SILVER. You can go over to the website, guildhallwealth.com. There you will find a ton of information about natural fancy colored diamonds, as well as our collection. You'll be able to see these photos online, make an appointment to come in and view these diamonds because that is ultimately the best way to get an appreciation for what is sitting in front of you and the opportunity that lies ahead. We'll be happy to show those to you as well. Remember, for the month of October, diamonds are tax-free. Take advantage of it now while you can. And hopefully, if you've been listening, you'll add some gold and silver as well. All three are smart investments. And we want to thank you for being a part of today's show. It is The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone that is celebrating this weekend. And you've been listening to the show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.